Now, just uh, as as matter of opening for the the, the gospel meeting, I just want to read uh, a little uh, bit of a passage from Scripture. If you have a Bible, it's found in Romans uh, and chapter five. Romans chapter five. Now, just when I was thinking about the meeting for this afternoon, it was these verses that came to my attention. I just want to read just perhaps the first 12 verses and then a few other scattered scattered verses uh, in the text. So Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations worketh patience. And patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, We shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also have joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Cast your eye down to verse 15. But not as the offence, so also is the free gift. For if... Through the offence of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God, that the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Verse 18, Therefore, as by the offence of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. And we know that God will add his blessing to the reading of his precious word here this afternoon. Perhaps like me, you will have received a number of articles in the post, perhaps, or emails, or perhaps you've seen driving past on the, in the road. It seems to be the time of year to see so many different offers, whether it be the last minute holiday offers that we see coming through. Holiday companies offering last-minute deals to get away for a break in the sun. Certainly, if we look at the weather, I'm sure we would all like and rather be in a place where it's sunny. I'm certainly glad of this cover over me right now at this moment. Or perhaps it's the, in the email we get offers coming in to, to give us uh, late summer offers. Offers of, of different things that, that companies think that we, we will need. There was an offer just this week. My, my wife happened to mention a, a, an article of, of, of garden furniture she would quite like. And right the next day I got an email in offering that same type of garden furniture. 
So these offers, they sometimes come in just at the time when we need them. I'll go into that in a wee bit more detail. I'll explain what happened in that particular event later on. But you'll understand I'm not here today to offer you anything in terms of earthly in an earthly sense. I'm not here to, to peddle my goods or, or to offer you a holiday as much as I would like to. I'm here today to tell you about the greatest offer that has ever been made. It is the offer of salvation. And just like any offers, I just want to think of a few things in relation to this offer. I want to first of all think of the, uh, the applicability I then want to think a wee bit about the affordability. Then we'll take time to think of the availability. And then finally we'll think a little bit about the attainability of this offer. You know, sometimes an offer just lands in the inbox or through the letter of the door just when you need it. I was thinking not that terribly long ago, I looked down and I needed a new pair of shoes. The sole was getting a bit thin they were getting a bit scruffy, and I thought I really should do something about that. The very next day, an offer came in on the email. 50% off. New shoes. Just at the right time. It was just the thing that I needed. The offer was made. You know, we all like a bargain. We all like a deal. We all like to know when, when something comes along that we know that we need, and we know that we're getting value for money. But when it comes to the offer of salvation, I want to just speak a very, very brief moment on the applicability of the offer. You see, we read here, it was in, in verse 12, all have sinned. All have sinned. The Bible tells us that by one man, sin entered into the world. Away back at the start of time, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were placed in that garden. Everything was perfect. But in a moment, sin entered into the world. Adam sinned. Deceived. Eve was deceived. And sin entered into the world. And because of that act in the Garden of Eden, those many years ago, all have sinned. The Bible also tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Each one of us are sinners. And that is why the message of salvation is applicable to you today. Because there's not one in this car park. There's not one in Ballyclare. There's not one in the world that can say that they're not a sinner. How do I know that? Well, it's because the Bible tells me. For all have sinned. And you know, sin can get a grip. I often, whenever I, I think of sin, I think of the story my grandfather told me. My grandfather was a fisherman, a strong swimmer. There was one day he was doing some work upon the, on the, the, the boat that he owned. And he lost his footing and he slipped down into the water between the two boats. As I said, he was a strong swimmer, but he was wearing a tool belt and he had a, a jacket on that was filled with, with nuts and bolts that he was using to do the job that he was uh, in the middle of. And he said that the, the, the heavy uh, 
tools that was around his waist kept pulling him down. He struggled against it, trying to pull himself out. But he couldn't. You know, that's just a bit like sin. Sin, it gets its grip and it continues to pull down. Many will try and fight against it. Many will try and, and, and get themselves out of it. But it is such a grip that it just keeps pulling down. No, that's just like sin. That's just like you and your sin here this afternoon. Sin perhaps has its grip and it just keeps pulling. You know, my, my grandfather, he struggled on for a while. Eventually he realized that he was getting nowhere. The only thing he could do was cry out for help. He called out for help and thankfully there was someone in, within earshot who came along, was able to reach over the side of the boat and would grab hold of my grandfather and pull him out of the water. What a lovely picture of the gospel. What a lovely picture of salvation. Just at that point of need, an offer of help came. You know, that's the applicability of the gospel to you here this afternoon. If you're not saved, you are still in your sin, struggling against the weight of sin. But can I, can I tell you that this offer of salvation is applicable to you and it comes right at the point of your need. It's available to you today. Can I think a little bit about the affordability? As I said, we all like a, a good offer. We like something that we know we get good value. Sometimes we like to see, uh, whenever we go somewhere, we, we look and see which one we get the greatest discount on when we go into the shop. We like to see whenever we see a 30% off. We like to get more than, than what we, we have got. We like good value. You know, it's just like the, the offer of salvation. You know, we, we could read, and if, if you didn't quite get it, read through this chapter again whenever you get home. There's so much that is an offer here with salvation. We can go through this, this chapter. We can see there are so many things. It's outlined here. We have justification. We have peace with God. We have access by faith. We are reconciled to God. We shall be saved. We have joy in God. We have eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. What a wonderful list of things included in this great offer of salvation. It is so much more than we could ever imagine. It's the greatest offer you could ever receive. You know, Lots of people in this world put great emphasis on, on things that they find valuable. People will put emphasis on perhaps a, a fancy car, perhaps a nice home, perhaps a, a healthy bank, bank balance. But the Bible tells us that we're not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. What value are you placing on things today? What value have you placed on items 
that are ahead in your priority list to, of salvation. You know, this great offer of salvation is available to you and it is affordable to you. We read in this chapter that it is a gift. Gifts are free. You wouldn't think much of it if, if somebody came along on your birthday or at Christmas or another time of the year and they handed you a gift and you accepted it and they said, well, that's £12.99, please. A gift, when it is given, is free. And the offer of salvation, this chapter tells us, is a gift. It's freely available to you. It's affordable. But can I tell you that while it is free and affordable for you today, it came at a great cost. Because this offer of salvation is available to you today because God gave the very best that he had. He gave his precious son. We've already considered how that the wages of sin is death. We've already considered how that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But yet there is one great fact that the Bible tells us and that is that God is love and that God loves you. God does not want to see you perish. God does not want to see you punished for your sin. So he has provided this offer of salvation to you. He provided it through his son. He sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, into this world. He came into this world and was born as a baby in Bethlehem. He lived a life here on this earth, but he had one purpose. And that was to pay the price of sin. He could pay that price of sin because he was not a sinner. The Bible tells us that he, he knew no sin. He did not sin. And therefore he was able to pay the price by the shedding of his own blood, by the giving of himself. You see, I couldn't take on the sin of others because I have my sin. There's no one else here could take upon themselves your sin because their sin is the problem as well. The Lord Jesus Christ was sinless. He was perfect. And because of that, he went to, the Cal he went to Calvary's cross. And there upon Calvary's cross, he bore upon himself the sin of the world. Your sin and mine. The sin of every single person in Ballyclare. Wider than that, Northern Ireland. Indeed, wider than that again. He took upon himself the sin of the world. He bled and died. He paid the price. At that appointed time there on Calvary's cross, he spoke those words. It is finished. The price had been paid. Everything was fully done. The Bible tells us he gave up the ghost. He died. God was satisfied with the price that was paid on Calvary's cross. 
It was enough for you. It was enough for you to be saved here this afternoon. That is why this offer of salvation is affordable to you this afternoon. I want to think a little bit about the availability. This offer of salvation, it is available to you. It tells us there in in verse 18. It's the free gift came upon all men. All men, all women. It's available. It's available to you right now. There's a verse in in Romans chapter 10 and it says there, For whosoever, that widens it out, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's available to you this afternoon. What about the attainability? Different offers come in different ways. Sometimes if you go into a shop, it'll be available at checkout. So it'll be one price on the shelf, and whenever you get to the till, it'll, it'll come off, off the price. Others are through a, a, perhaps a discount voucher or through a, a code that you have to put into the, the, the internet. Others, you maybe have to do something to get the, the discount. You have to fill in a questionnaire, or you have to purchase one thing to get something else free. You know, the offer of salvation is attainable by you here and now. There's absolutely nothing to do. Not only is there nothing to pay, there is nothing that you have to do. Why? Because it all has been done. Look at what it says in verse 8. While we were yet sinners, just at our point of need, Christ died for us. That's what God demanded. That is what God required. And Christ did it. There's nothing more for you to do but to attain it. So what about it here this afternoon? Can I perhaps just add one more A onto the end here? What about the accountability? The accountability of an offer. I started off with my remarks by telling you about the the offer that came in just the day after I looked down and said I need a new pair of shoes. The offer came in, it was a great offer. The shoes looked lovely. They were just what I needed. A couple of days passed. A couple of days turned into a couple of weeks. I went to maybe go and do something about it then. I picked up the leaflet that told me about the offer. It had expired. I missed out on the offer. I was unable to get the good deal in the shoes. I couldn't blame anybody else but myself. I should have done it 
right there at the time, whenever it came through, I knew my need. I knew I needed a new pair of shoes. I, I, the offer was there. I should have just went for it. But I missed out. The accountability. You know, it wasn't all that serious that I missed out on getting a new pair of shoes. I was able to go out, and Marks and Spencer shoes are very good. I was able to get a pair of shoes, and they have done me a good while now, and they are still doing well. It wasn't a great deal. But can I warn you this afternoon that when it comes to the offer of salvation, the matter of accountability is much more serious. It is much more important that you take heed to the offer that is available. The Bible makes it very clear. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Any who remain in their sin, the Bible tells us, will head out to a lost eternity, a place called hell. That is the consequence of missing out or not accepting the offer of salvation. Much more serious. But can I tell you that if you accepted this offer here now, today, the prospect is so much better. The prospect is a home in heaven. In John chapter 14, it tells us how that the Lord Jesus Christ, he told his disciples, and it applies to us as well, those of us that are saved. I go to my father's house to prepare a place for you. Do you have a place prepared for you in heaven? At the end of life's journey, is there a home that you will be able to call yours for all eternity? That is the offer of salvation. But don't miss out on it. There's another verse in the Bible. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6. There it says, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You know, this offer of salvation, I can only guarantee it today. I cannot guarantee even for you to, to say to you, well, go home and have a think about it. And maybe tomorrow or during the week, do something about it. The Bible makes it clear that the only day that it can be guaranteed is right now. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. What's your response then, folks, here this afternoon? This offer is made available to you. It's available free without anything to do because all has been done. Will you accept it? Will you accept the offer of salvation? And you will know that your sinner is forgiven and a place will be yours in heaven. Shall we close in prayer? Our gracious God and Father, we bow before thee. We thank Thee for these verses of Scripture that we have been able to consider together. We thank Thee that they point to the only one who can save.
thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee that they point out our own position. All have sinned. We pray that thou would speak to some dear one in the audience here this afternoon. We would point to them, pray that thou would just speak to them and make them aware of their need. How that they are sinners heading out to a lost eternity. We pray that there will be someone here this afternoon who would realise they're a sinner, repent and accept thy Son as their own personal Saviour and be saved for all eternity. So we commit this short time together to thee. We pray that thou would part us with thy blessing in thy Son's most precious name. Amen.